So why did he need a uh, black director? Could a white director not have... It's not color, it's culture. S explain the difference, because I think we're, we're Steven in Steven Spielberg right did Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. Martin Scorsese did Goodfellas, right? Steven Spielberg could direct Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese probably could have done a good job with Schindler's List, but they're cultural differences. I know, you know, we all know what it is when a hot comb hits your hair on a Sunday morning, what it smells like. Huh? That's a cultural difference, not just a color difference. Right. So it's the culture. What's going on, good people? Rich here. School in the building. It's your girl, Ray P on the mic. What's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's good hey. with you? Back at it again with another episode of the Culture Garden Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited, happy to be here with y'all. Thank you for everybody watching. Thank you for everybody listening. Um, I feel like I haven't said it in a while, like stopped and took a moment to tell y'all how much it means to us. Um, every single comment we get, every single compliment we get, text message, the whole nine, like it, it means the world to us. Like we were just talking yes. about it. It never gets old. Um, you know, when you have a passion for something and you're able to talk about it week in, week out and people receive it, it's always a good feeling. So thank y'all. Thank y'all, man. I can't tell y'all that much. We can't tell you guys that yes. enough. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, please remember to subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, I'm sure you do if you listen every week. But if not, please subscribe. Please give us a rating. Please uh, give us a comment when you feel the need. Um, share it with your friends, people who love movies. Like, yeah. please, like, you know, it helps us go a long way. We just love talking about it. And like I said, we all I say all the time, we'll engage with anybody in any conversation about any film or television show. <laughs> You know, we love it that much. We just Facts. love it. You know, Facts. talk to us about it. But mm -hmm. we are here today. Oh, before we even get to talk about today, um, next week's episode. So what we're going to do is kind of put it in your guys's hands. Yeah, um, I'm going to post up an Instagram on the Culture Garden podcast page and my personal page uh, for everybody to vote. We got four Christmas movies for y'all to vote on. Um, and whichever one you decide, well, that's what we're going to do next week for the episode. Yeah. And we have, what is it? Jingle All the Way, Home mm -hmm. Alone, This Christmas, and Almost Christmas. Mm -hmm. Those are going to be the four movies for y'all to vote on. And we won't tell y'all who wins on Instagram. You'll just tune in next week and figure out which one. Yeah. Um, which one won. But today, Undercover Brother, one that uh, I am excited to get into. Yes, yes, yes. Um, School. This is your movie, man. This is your selection. Oh, but before we even get into that, Ray P, do you remember <laughs> your first experience with this film? I actually do. Um, a bunch of my neighborhood friends and myself, uh, we went to the movies to see this. Shout out to Franklin Park Theater in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we all went as young people to see this movie. That's yeah, probably the last that. time I've seen this movie. Yeah, <laughs> got dropped. Oh, oh word. Yeah, okay. I love it. Okay, then. Um, for me, I definitely remember seeing this. Saw this in the theaters. Um, mm -hmm. the whole fam went like pops there, like it was everything. Yeah. And I specifically remember because anybody that knows me knows how much I hate mayonnaise. Like, hate it. Like, it's a real thing. It's not like mm -hmm. oh no mayonnaise, please. Like, it's I can't even go into depth. Yeah, I'm offended. It's offended. like it is. I can't. I can't really even look at it. Like so, the, the sound effects they were making this movie was awful. I know it's the thing, but how um, do you feel about aioli? No, nah, I'm not with it. Okay, it's not. A, it's not a white 
texture thing is because I I like ranch, I like sour cream, mm-hmm. as mayo. Like I when we were kids, like I was about seven, eight maybe, and he was like six. He chased me around the crib one day with like a, <laughs> a, a, um, a glob of miracle, a glob of miracle whip <laughs> on a spoon. Like just no yeah. like, yeah, shit, shit. Crazy. I don't do mayo either. Yeah, I can't rock with it. But I say all that to say I remember Pops looking over at me and like laughing and nudging me when that part came on yeah. because he knew. And I've been telling y'all for years, like, y'all ain't black if y'all eat mayo. Like, y'all crazy. Like, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> um, but I just remember that experience. I remember it being uh, hilarious. And I just remember, like you, Rachel, I watched it so much in like a two to five year span that um, I haven't watched it in years. Like, it's been a long time since I watched this film. So it was fun to kind of dive back down the rabbit hole. Yeah. But school, this is your movie. Yeah. What's up? Talk to us. You remember it's your first your shit, man. Absolutely. Um, I didn't see it in theaters. My dad had it. Mm-hmm. And Pops, Pops was like, you, have you seen Undercover Brother? And I was like, nah. He was like, oh, man. And if you know my Pops, my Pops is real... <laughs> Yeah, soul brother. Like, yeah. what up, Pops? I know he's listening. Um, but he, hey, hi, Dad. This was his shit, and he got me hip, and I fell in love, man. Classic. Eddie Griffin is a legend, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, with this being school's choice, I'm gonna let him kind of take the reins and, and kind of lead us this episode. Yeah. I'm gonna sit back, relax. School got us, man. He in the driver's seat. Yeah, let's get to it. So let's get started with some stats, man. This movie uh, was released on May 31st, 2002. Um, the budget was $12 million, and it made about 39 domestically and 41 uh, globally. Um, so it made his money back, and then some. Shout out to Eddie, man. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the cast. Eddie Griffin as Undercover Brother. Like I said, he's a legend. Uh, one of the movies that I think about with him is Foolish with Master P. Uh, <laughs> that joke that, that I always get weak at. Yeah, yeah that, that shit is silly. Um, but it, also, he gets credit for Anton Jackson, too. Shout out to that. Um, Chris Kattan, if you know anything, he's from SNL. At this time, he was smoking hot. Um, uh, he plays Mr. Feather. Um Denise Richards um, plays White She-Devil. Uh, at this time, I think she was m- real popular for being married to Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that was the thing. Um, and their little, their little fling. And um, coming off of Wild Things. Oh, Wild Things. Wild Things was a moment in time. Ooh, if you yeah. were around in the 90s, or yeah, 90s, yeah, early 90s. 2000s, yeah, that, 2000s. Was a, yep. that was a thing. Um, I'm about to fuck her name up. Anjanue Ellis. Anjanue Ellis? Anjanue Ellis. Legends. <laughs> the girl. Yeah, she a legend. I just was going to fuck No, no, that's how it happens. So I wasn't going to do that. My guy, Chappelle, as Conspiracy Brother, and one of my favorite actors on the low, Sean McBride. As Chief. As Chief. Rock with Sean McBride, man. You hear me? Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Legendary. If you know, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> B- Billy D. Williams. Another absolute legend. legend. Like, the fact that he even said yes is crazy. Well, Didn't have many lines though. Well, it's funny <laughs> because he he said that anytime he gets offered, people don't think of him as a comedic actor, so yeah. he rarely gets offered. Mm-hmm. So he said anytime he gets a comedy offer, he jumps on it. Yeah, because he and he quoted, like, he said this himself, like if you don't like this movie, 
you just don't like having fun because that's what yeah. you're missing the point. Like it's yes. a goofy ass movie. That's why I'm doing this because it doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. So yeah, shout out to him. Yes. Um, I guess the next question is: Is it a classic or not? Well, hold, well, right, or is that we got well, we got an appearance from James Brown. I want to shout him out. Oh yeah, go ahead. Another man. legend. Yeah. Um, and also shout out to Malcolm D. Lee, director. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this his second film after he did The Best Man. Yes. So um, pivots right into this cousin of Spike. Obviously, yep. And they made the little the, the joke in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they really are out to get Spike Lee. And that's crazy. Cher had a yeah. uh, Oscar and Spike Lee did it. But that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was almost I was thinking about it. We've done a couple Malcolm D. Lee movies. Like yeah. we've done Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. We've mm-hmm. done uh, this. We've done Best Man. There was going to be a fourth movie we we're going to do, but we ain't going to talk about it because yeah. niggas was fronting. Um, oh, we'll talk about it one day, but there's another Malcolm D. Lee movie that we're going to do. You know, we'll do it, man. you know, I showed up ready, and it was like I don't even like this movie, so I'm gonna call him out when we do it. <laughs> Shit's um, whack. <laughs> <laughs> and also, just real quick, the, if you do want to watch the film, if you don't have it on DVD, it is streaming on Hulu. Yes, um, so check it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one quick shout out. Well, one quick shout out for an award. Um, it was nominated for Black Real Awards, including Best Actress. I really want to shout that out because I think Anjana Ellis did her thing. Like I don't, I don't think I appreciated how good she was in this movie when I was younger. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But now I really do, and she was looking like butter too. Oh yes, <laughs> my absolutely. goodness. Um, and it did win an award for the Washington D.C. Area Film Critics Association Award mm-hmm. for Best Guilty Pleasure, and I think that's fit. Um, yes. But school man, you was gonna ask us, classic or not? Rich, what you got? What you think? Ray P, what you think? Let me hear what Ray P got to say first. You know my answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know my answer is no. Like it was, I found myself twiddling my thumbs or like checking the thermostat in the hotel room. Like (laughs) Checking the thermostat. My goodness. It was a long 110 minutes, boy. I tell you. I, I like it. I like. I love this movie. Actually, I will not like. I love this movie. Um, but when I look and see, every time I watch a movie, I check how long is this. Mm-hmm. So when I saw an hour twenty six minutes, I'm like, oh, bet. Yeah. And by the time I finish it, I'm like, it had to be two hours to pass by. Damn. And but I don't know what it is. Something about the pacing in that last thirty minutes, maybe forty five minutes. Like that middle stretch that it has is like perfect, and it's goofy. Like it keeps me laughing yes. throughout. Don't get me wrong, but they're oh, like man. I probably laughed twice. I was just about to say <laughs> it's my type of comedy. Mm. Like it's my type of dry, yeah. like goofy comedy. Um, so that's probably why. But it's one of those movies. I can't call it a classic. It's a classic to me. It's a cult classic, but it's mm-hmm. not a universal classic. Yeah, it's definitely a cult classic. Right. And I was thinking about this. I know we were thinking, like, how do we define a classic? And I was like, if if we can universally say a movie and everybody, 9.9 out of 10 people say, oh, yeah, that's a classic. I think mm-hmm. it's a classic. Yeah. Um, it's not crazy to me if somebody says they don't fuck with this movie. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, it's not, I can't put it as a classic category. Mm-hmm. What you think? Classic. <laughs> you know what I think? Classic, classic, classic. I'm not mad at, at anyone fulfilling, like you said, that it's not. It, it's definitely an acquired taste. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, I've <laughs> pops, man. I love my pops, <laughs> man. Um, 
and he's very soul brother, man. Like, it's, listen, and, it's a, and especially like the white girl bringing the white girl home. Like, oh man, sheesh, <laughs> man, oh man. <laughs> listen, man, um, it's a classic to me, but it's not a classic. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I get you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's why. And you know what else is funny? I, the the idea of the black president. We talked about this on our head of state episode, but. Yeah. Yeah. This movie came out in 2002. Head of State came out in 2004. Like, mm-hmm. President Obama was elected in 2008. No like, one. We were still so far away in our heads, even yes. six to four years prior, or four mm-hmm. to six years prior. And it's just always amazing to me. Like, even in the, there was a director commentary with uh, Eddie Griffin. He yeah. said, like, don't worry, because there was a, a line in this film where um, the man said, I want to keep the White House white. And Eddie Griffin <laughs> said, you ain't got to worry about that. It's going to stay white for a long time. And here we are, mm. six years later, yep. with President Obama. So it's just crazy to think about how quick things turn. Yeah, buddy. Man, oh, man. So let me ask this, because I, I felt this way. I didn't feel like it was a lot of great scenes, but a lot of great quotes. Like, a lot of great quotes came out of scenes. Yeah, a lot of great quotes um, more than the scenes. And yeah. I guess one thing we didn't really mention um, – it's just the whole black exploitation era. Yes. Like that moment, yes. like those films. If you have no idea of that history or those films and you just watch this movie by itself, you yeah. were gonna, you're probably going to be super confused. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's exactly how the movies went. They were goofy and just kind of. Yeah, some things were intentional. Like the yeah. driving scene. That scene yeah. where he's just spinning and like that's yeah. intentional because of the black exploitation films. It was a lot of cuts and shit was just like, whoa. Yeah, the whole concept of this movie is goofy as hell. Like yes. this is a silly ass movie. Yes. Like just, so it, just going to see your point, like of the scenes, it didn't, it just went, man. It just yeah. went. And there was a couple moments of stretches where I laughed. Rachel had one or two <laughs> and um, it just took off from there. So I, I, I had a couple scenes written down, but yeah. Yeah, not, not I, don't have, I don't have many scenes. I got a lot of quotes. Uh, let's let's start with Ray P then. Yeah. Oh my let's, God. <laughs> we can knock yours out quick. You ain't yeah, even gotta. Yeah, we ain't even gotta got. go around in the circle. Just tell nah. us what you got, and we'll talk. We'll finish up the rest. <laughs> <laughs> but quotes. Nah, best scenes. You ain't got no scenes. You ain't got a scene. Ray ain't got no scene. You ain't got a scene, Ray. Has that ever happened? <laughs> nope. That's never happened. Nope. She even had a scene for Queen and Slim. Yeah, you had a Queen and Slim. Come on, man. Oh. You got a scene. Nah, you got a scene. I ain't going. You got a okay. scene. Okay. Okay. I thought that James Brown, uh, one just because I love James Brown um with my whole heart. And he died a couple years later. Oh my God. Um, on Christmas 2006. Um yeah, damn. I thought that was very good. <laughs> Him in a limo, even when uh Soul Brother, you know, took the the costume, I don't know, this the disguise off that whole shebang. I thought that was good. Look at me struggling to get through this. Listen. Uh, <laughs> the fight scene with the uh, She Devil and oh, I'm lying, guys. The fight scene with She Devil. And um, just a girl, just a girl. That was good, just because it was a goofy, ridiculous fight scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that was when um, 
Anton and She Devil were in the clothing store. Was it Khaki? Khaki Republic. Khaki, Khaki Republic. <laughs> and Sister Girl Tanya instead of Tanya. Tanya hey, that's was, uh, like, all right, bitch. Now, mm -hmm. uh, when she was the, I don't want to call her a worker, the, uh, the store clerk. <laughs> Just that whole scene, like that whole shebang of passive I'm not laughing at that, bro. Every time I watch this movie, bro, she hey. looked you over and said, Hi, Tanja. Tanja? Yeah. Typical passive aggressive foolishness. Oh, that shit gave um, me every time. It's that color girl, Tanja. Hey. <laughs> hey. That that whole scene uh, now oh, that scene is, is classic. That's a classic scene. It's good, very good. Yeah. And typically, how it be when you see your brother show up with a other? That hey, that Denise Richards turnaround. Come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah. That's how they What's do. <laughs> um, just you got any other scenes, right? No. That is. She's that was hard enough. <laughs> Can I talk about just real quick since we talked about it? Um, Anton Jackson, just all his scenes. Yes, I just thought that his, character was funny. Yeah, the, as soon as he became yeah. Anton, that shit was. Yeah, that's the, the range of Eddie Griffin being able to play some different characters, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. a la Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, so on yeah. and so forth. Mm -hmm. It really gave him a chance to shine in that, and. Um, they had to use the same makeup department from life, right? Because he definitely looked like Ray and Claude in that, yeah, in that opening bank scene. Yes, absolutely. Like, even down yeah. to the uniform, what they was wearing at the end. I'm like, mm -hmm. dang, like that looks that like like yeah. a mix of both. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was wild. But the cigarette scene before that, yes, the dang. cigarette scene is might be my favorite moment in the film, and I don't it's it's just silly all the way around. Um, I imagine that's really how they, those yeah. meetings go. Mm -hmm. um, and they're really trying to figure out what to pitch to black people. And they have no idea and bring the token in. And yeah, um, <laughs> you already know what I'm about to say, bro. <laughs> look at this. Look, look at this cigarette. His lamp is who, what black person you want to smoke this? Not, Not the, the one, one I, I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> the way he casually and flippantly, he just flippantly said that. And meant it. <laughs> Not yeah. the one I know. Not the that one shit I is know. hilarious to me. <laughs> Like I, we talk about all the time, sometimes racism is funny to me, because um, I have nothing, I have no other expression but to laugh. Like you, that yeah. wild. Like, wild. <laughs> These <laughs> um, people are crazy. Yeah, khaki. Can we talk too. about how catchy that uh, General's fried chicken? It's butt kicking. Hey, am I foul? <laughs> hey, am I am I messed up for having that the commercial itself as one of my favorite scenes? Nah, that shit is because it's so ignorant. That shit, ignorant. it's very ignorant, but. That's why I Go love ahead. Soul Plane and Baby Boy. That shit is ignorant, boy. Now, wait a minute. I love Soul Plane and Baby Boy. It's ignorant. Okay. It's ignorant as hell. I love it. Um, But I was going to say a less ignorant. I thought it was interesting that Billy D did choose to do this. And I think it was a chance for him to sort of spoof himself because he did sell malt liquor in real yeah. life. Yeah, talk about <laughs> it. Coke 45. He you know, really you know, sold yeah. Coke 45. Yep. So maybe he was like, "Oh yeah, I can do this comedy and poke fun at myself." Yes. Don't don't forget if you ordered the eight piece Snappy Meal, you get the free malt liquor. That, yeah. That's probably a cold forty five. Thirty two ounce. <laughs> Billy, Billy, hey, Billy, making money coming in, going. You know what I'm saying? The Nappy Meal. This shit. Ig meal. This is an ignorant ass movie, man. Mm -hmm. 
ton of black people signed off on this. Yeah, and he still looked good. Um, <laughs> I had the intro, you know, the intro <laughs> leading up to the bank scene. Yeah. Um, and the general's press conference. Like, could you imagine in two thousand and six, seven, or I guess it would have been two thousand seven or so when. President Obama or Senator Obama at that time would have been having a press conference for his announcement, and that nigga would have came well, up. Excuse me, I don't mean to say that. My bad about well. our president. <laughs> <laughs> president Obama that would have said he's selling chicken. Well, the, the, <laughs> Come on, the best, the the most fucked up part about it is the empowerment you feel leading up to it to the because yeah. yeah. for. You know, the past week you've been talking about it like, yo, you hear about Senator Obama, he running, yeah, da, da, da. you tapping, you happy, you whatever. <laughs> and that nigga get up there and say, chicken on this way, huh? Hey, the motherfucker said, would there be sides? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what about desserts? Hey, man, come on, man. Hey, you know what it reminds me? Like, that happened, bro. We would been like, what? <laughs> You know what that whole thing reminded me of was the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich craze. They were saying they was putting shit in the Try chicken the for niggas. They knew that shit was coming. Y'all was still out of pocket for that, man. Somebody got killed over that in real life. Like, yeah, y'all, was, y'all was, y'all was fooling, y'all was fooling chicken up sandwich. the chicken sandwich. It was good, though. Um, that original spicy good. chicken sandwich was a heavy hitter, though. I'm not going to had the nuggets, it. man. Go ahead and Pull up. I don't, I don't really like the nuggets. Okay, nuggets, well. nuggets. I had them once and they slapped. The next time they went good. Nah, man. Somebody was playing. It was the end of their shift. Oh well, I don't blame them there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got for scenes. So, what? I know you got anything else. I not really. I have more quotes. Okay, then get into um, it, brother. Uh, reminds me of the Fresh Prince. He raps happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, them got, or Will Smith and got a custom in his rap to sell records. Well, I do. Hey, man, it was at Will Nick. Um, when uh, Anton, how he said, uh, sometimes when you go undercover, you got to do things, no matter how difficult, how dangerous, how good it might have felt. <laughs> they was fooling. <laughs> telling himself, man. Niggas, stay telling themselves. Hey, when he announced that he had, se- he had sex with a white girl, the way they ran up to him, that man. was like the probably the classic when it came out that yeah. was the scene yeah. that was the one in the trailer that yeah. was supposed mm-hmm. to get the laughs i remember that scene lance, being like the lance said welcome <laughs> everything, everything i, I dreamed, dreamed of yeah yes both pink nipples didn't she yeah that's in there fooling man who's your saying stiller <laughs> i still got quotes oh go ahead okay. right you got some quotes i know you said you had some or did you <laughs> i can't blend in like a good weave <laughs> that look she gave him. That look you yeah. Very black woman. Mm-hmm. Very black woman. Uh, and you already said him with um the whole Tanja. That was all. The Tanja shit, man. Yeah. The Tanja shit is uh, that might be my favorite quote to the movie because it's so you have to get the visuals with it. The way yeah. she likes peeking down at her name tag both times when she first right. said it and when they leave and like, bye, t- Tanja. Now I know you being funny. Yeah. Exactly. If I wasn't sure the first time, now I know you. Now nah, I know. Exactly. Turn around was full. That last turn around. Yeah, like, that's, that's the exclamation point. Bitch. Yeah. Straight that's up. exactly what it was. Especially in 2002. This was a much, I know it's only 20 years, but 2002 was much different yeah. than it is in 2022 when it that's came exactly. to like interracial and stuff like that. 
Niggas yeah. will still catch a mean side eyes. He said, where the hell have you been? Not there, because that's where people who swear go. And she told him, <laughs> sound like a 14-year-old white girl, bruh. I fell out, because that's, <laughs> that's <shit> real. <laughs> I got some. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> just because of the reaction. If you're going to shoot me, shoot me. Shoot me. Thank you, Jesus. Because ain't nobody, anybody try to act up, they don't never want to get shot. Like, just that realism. Um, nice. Holy moly, it looks like it's the Source Awards in here. It's smacked him <laughs> over the head. It does now. <laughs> um, I already talked about the cigarette. How many black people want to smoke this? Not the one I know. Um, <laughs> you're going to make me blush. <laughs> and you might not see it. <laughs> Come on, man. Who wrote this ignorant shit, man? Uh <laughs> Uh, where I come from, we like to pronounce our E's and our R's. And Feather, mm. <laughs> the last quote by the bottom man, Feather went out like a sucker. Punk ass bitch played himself. <laughs> Let's bounce, dog. Oh, I'm weaker. I'm more weak at how weak y'all are than when I rewatched it. It is, but like, I don't want to serious the pie out, but. Uh, white people randomly using um, African American vernacular is always so ridiculous to me because always. they are so intentional about it and they sound utterly ridiculous every yeah. single time. Like Chris Kattan, mm -hmm. I know that was supposed to be the yeah. the explanation is mm -hmm. like the culture so the written the culture so strong. They mm -hmm. I can't help. I think he even said that in the film. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's just silly. Like it really is. It really like. Is because it's, it's, it's not natural. It's not natural. Anything. Nah. It's, it's like anything else that's not natural to somebody. You know when somebody's doing some shit that ain't yeah. themselves, and it looks weird. Mm -hmm. um, if mm -hmm. that ain't how you talk, that ain't how you talk. And when you exactly take something and try to make it cool, you know, once you start getting auto tune and Wendy's commercials and you know whatever slang they do, it's mm -hmm. over. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? When you start getting Good Morning America, do the the cuff it dance, like it's just over. They be taking like it's whatever, man. We ain't gotta talk about it. Shout out to Good Morning America, by the way. Yeah, shout out to shout them. Shout out to them. <laughs> Hope everything's going well in the HR department. Niggas go tell them something. You know what I'm <laughs> like, hey, they took them off the air. Anyway. Uh, you got a scene stiller? I ain't even gonna ask you. Yeah, you got no scene stiller. I didn't know if I could qualify Anjanou as a scene stiller, but she really was my favorite part of the movie just because I genuinely, genuinely love her. Yeah. yeah. And she was Great. serving looks. Okay, I'm with it. I, can I I'm, take can I have that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That. Absolutely. I'll accept it. Absolutely. <laughs> this is an ensemble cast. Yeah. So I think everybody no other one. than other than Eddie Griffin, I think anybody qualifies for a scene stiller. Yeah. Okay. You asking who mine is? Yep. Who you got, brother? Um, that's a good question because I didn't have anybody written down because I was trying to think about it and I said I'll figure it out on the spot. Mm -hmm. Um, Anjanou was my favorite part of the film. Mm -hmm. Um, most more to the point where I consider her a lead. And if that's the case, I'm going to go with I really hate to say Chris Kattan, but I'm gonna say Sha McBride. I'm gonna say Sha McBride. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll accept that. I'm going Dave. Dave Chappelle. I feel like most of his lines were uh, improvised. Oh, they definitely were. So I that, could totally see that. Yeah, and my favorite one is uh, 
when he said, I think someone's selling now. I say we kill him. Shut the door, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna be all right, baby. Don't look <laughs> like all that shit. Ready. Yeah, that's just and he meant that. Absolutely. Um, what else we got? Things that bother you? I if I can't let a movie like this bother. Yeah, because then <laughs> you would never. Then that's, yeah. yeah, I um, uh, nah. <laughs> cultural moments. The whole weekend, movie. The, yeah, the whole movie. It was yeah. a good homage to black exploitation. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. It just was hard to watch. I don't know. <laughs> oh, y'all doing me bad. I feel terrible. Um, How you good? good. You good. It ain't your so shit. It's not your uh, I love moments like this, though, for yeah. real. Like it gives that balance. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't let that happen to me. I didn't have anything written down. Me neither. It's it, yeah. Trivia. So the. <laughs> The one thing I do have is when Denise Richards makes the comment of, uh, you know, he, you're cute in a Theo Huxtable type of way. You know anything? Uh, Eddie Griffin was on Malcolm and Eddie with yeah. Malcolm Jamal Warner, who plays Theo Huxtable. Yeah. So there it is. Shout out to Malcolm and Eddie, a lost, uh, a lost good sitcom. Like the one very, that's very in- good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nothing like the Homeboys in Outer Space. So. <laughs> Shout out to that. Shout out to UPN. Yeah. That's Under, real. Underpaid niggas. I think that was what. That's, that's what right? yeah. I think that was. That was the <laughs> put, put you on the nigga news. UPN at eleven. Shout out to whole <laughs> whole <laughs> everything. <man>. Hey, <laughs> hey, pops used to get weak at that bar. He said, "He said the nigga news." <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, I had some more trivia that I found for the film. Go ahead. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, So Gary Anthony Williams, I don't know how many people know. This Undercover Brothers started as an internet series on urbanentertainment.com. I couldn't find any of them, though, like any old ones. Yeah, I don't know where they are. Um, And that website is still, you can go to that website, but there's nothing really there. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, he was the original voice of Undercover Brother, and obviously he played a smart brother in this film. Also play Uncle Ruckus and Say, other things in, in Boondocks. Like any y'all shit. We love the Boondocks. And Soul, soul Plane, yeah, he was yeah. the Soul Plane, man. I love Soul Plane. I can't say that enough. Like it's, I, I should not. I, I defend Soul Plane. Until yeah, we talk about Soul forever. Plane. We talk about Soul Plane once a month, and I'll be on his ass. Like once a month, we like. I remember, uh, like, <laughs> not, to, not to go too far off, but I remember the last time I got him to watch Soul Plane with me, man. Like. And we got about 25 minutes in, and I forget what ignorance shit happened. He was like, all right, man, turn this <laughs> off, man. I'm done. <laughs> Mind you, he was getting weak, but he just knew, like, my, I can't even, I can't even. It's so that. stupid. Oh, so dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I Neil Patrick Harris really smoked for that scene when he was high in the van. He felt that it, he wanted the real performance, and he was upset because it did the opposite. It made him paranoid, and it didn't help. You um, be careful. Oh, yeah. There were there were photos in the chief's office in the background. Mm-hmm. We got Danny Glover, Courtney B. Vance, Andre Brett. Um, is it Brasher? Yeah, yeah, and Richard mm-hmm. Pryor. Um, the theme was these are all actors who have played a black chief, mm-hmm. so that's why they were. Oh, back okay. I just thought it was homage. Nope, that's what they, yeah, they all. It is an well, homage. I fact, mean, it is an homage. The homage was the Danny Glover line, right? Yeah, that, that too. As well. Especially when he looked up at his picture, like I'm getting yeah. too old for this shit. That's a famous uh, lethal weapon line lethal with uh, racist ass Mel Gibson yep. and Danny Glover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I, was, I was about to say what he said, but I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> um, and 
One something I did not find out until last night. School, you might not even know this. Okay, hit me with it. Robert Townsend made a cameo as undercover for, uh, it's brother's in father. I am DB, but I didn't see it. Yeah, he made cause because they had a scene for it and it's deleted. Mm. But in the I very opening, okay. I mean, when they're doing like the credits and they're doing like snap little moments, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a moment where the dad hands over, takes the the medallion off his neck and put it on his son. Yeah. That's Robert That's Townsend. Robert you can barely Townsend. even see him. Mm. Robert Townsend made a cameo um, yeah. doing that. Yeah, he's on the IMDb credits, but I was like, where? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Legend. Now, what are you going to say? Does this uh, put you in the vein at all of like a Hollywood shuffle? This film? No. Not um, that it's the same, but just. <sighs> I try to, I spend a lot of time trying to figure out what to say about Hollywood shuffle. Okay. And I know it means, I know it means a lot. But I don't know what to. I don't know how to describe that film, especially okay. if you didn't see it. If you're trying to watch that today, yeah, it's tough. It's just different. It, but a it's lot of like people a, a credit, like they credit that as being like one of the most important black films ever. It is. Of it, it, yeah. it really is. It, it is. Yeah. But it's. It reminds me of like a um, movie forty three. You remember you okay. seen that? You remember that one? Like it has so different scenes it, to make one move. Like, do you mean in that style? Like as far as just the scenes, just kind of just there's one overall story, but a lot of stuff going in. Mm-hmm. No, I'm uh, my bad. Yeah, but to that regard, and just like I don't want to say the portrayal of black people, but like our characters, the characters in. Undercover brother. I mean, I know it's black exploitation, yeah. like just not the same, but it just puts me in the same kind of mindset, like of it. Like they would be not closely related, but just on the tree. I can definitely see that. I can definitely mm-hmm. see that. That makes that makes sense. Well, I know undercover two, <clears throat> undercover brother two looks like it's trash, but you know, hey. Before it's perfect that Michael J. White is in it, though. Like, that super makes sense because Black Dynamite right. look like. I was just about to say, I'd rather see Black Dynamite if I'm going to see Black Exploitation Michael J. White. Yeah. But go ahead, Rachel. Uh, no, I was just going to say that before you put that uh, the trailer or the poster in the chat, I had never even seen that. I didn't know that there was an Undercover Brother 2 at all. Yeah. 2019. Yeah, I COVID knew. took it out, probably. <clears throat> I knew it existed. <laughs> The only reason I know is because Gary Owen was like militant brother. But even when he was posting about it, I thought it was fake. Like you follow I th- Gary Owen? He from Cincinnati. Actually, he's from Talawanda, but why you don't like Gary Owen? Yeah. I don't dislike him. I just I have no reason to follow him on any social media. Yeah, it's a it's a Cincinnati thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a Cincinnati. I guess it's really not Ohio against the world. Yeah, and he made a he made a uh, reference to our high school not that long ago too. So yeah, he definitely made a reference to our high school that was hundred percent spot on. Spot on. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's a Cincinnati thing. But I guess what you don't follow Cold Rain. I, I guess you don't follow Jim Jackson. So <laughs> Toledo's Jim Jackson. Yeah. You don't the JJ him, Express, you? Jim Jackson. Yeah, what was his uh, what was his uh, restaurant that he had? Elephants or something? 
I can't remember. Nah, it was called Jimmy's, JJ's, or some shit. Told you, I don't trust them niggas named JJ, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? It was downtown, Rachel. Jimmy Jackson yeah. had a restaurant in Toledo. Yeah, it's currently our brother's place. Okay, then. <laughs> I don't know which, you it know what? It's kind of closed, but. Kind of closed. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Uh, let me ask you one question before we get out of here. You touched on it a little bit. What is it specifically about this film that you just like, eh? Is it too goofy? Is it too far removed? Is it too 2002? I think it's too, too, maybe it's too 2002, but also, like, I just don't like stupid stuff. Um, I was going to say, it seemed like you can't. But you like Soul Plane. I know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I couldn't really get into it other than I'm turning into my mother. Um, that's literally the only explanation because I'm sitting here. I've seen this. I remember thinking that it was great leaving the theater in two, what, 2002? So 14, 15, like, no. That is still the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm not even going to put this in like a worst movies, bad movie category. It's oh, just yeah, not. Yeah. My, I think I'll just put it. It's not my taste. I got you. But, it's, definitely, it's definitely a mood movie, too. Like if yeah. you're not in the right mood to watch it. It's not even going to turn this dumb shit off. But the story makes sense. You mm. know, unlike Queen of Slim, like the, if the plot goes <laughs> I didn't think anything really was quote unquote unnecessary. You know, it was all funny, ridiculous shit. But no, it's no Queen of Slim. <laughs> hey, the man, the man really exists, by the way. And the man really it's like come on, you could get me on my militant shit all yeah. day long. Yes. Yeah, that's a real thing. I um, know about white infiltrators and this <laughs> the third I'm, and the I'm man. Into it with pops. Don't worry about it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else I about to say about Step this? That Mama Ray. What was I about to say about this goofy movie? Right, kids. I think I pretty much said everything that I uh, I wanted to say about Undercover Brother. Love this movie. Damn, yeah. I really was wanting y'all to have a more in depth conversation. Well, uh, about this, the movie, this movie yeah. in depth as far as what? Yeah. What you want us to I talk don't know. about? I mean, we pulled just right into an hour because <laughs> it's an actual story. Like, yeah. that's an actual story to follow. Like, this, this is movie so, goofy as hell. This movie goofy as hell. Like, they got general fried oh. chicken. Like, they spreading, they spreading. Oh shit! Is that how they did this with COVID? See. <laughs> Come on, conspiracy brother. Yeah. They put it in the they put it in the Popeye's chicken, chicken sandwiches. sandwiches. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Damn. They got us. Man. I eat them motherfuckers. But yeah, now nah, I feel you. There's just not, I I I enjoy having in-depth conversations. Um, there just wasn't one. This is yeah. this is actually what I thought that um uh-huh. drumline drumline. And- um, what you call it would have been like last week, just right. I thought it would have been around this type of conversation because there wasn't much. Um, but this one just, just there's not there's not much. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, me and school, the only the only film that we couldn't do an episode on that we ever tried was How High. Yeah. 
Like we tried to do an episode on how high, and that movie is just there's nothing to talk about. Like literally nothing to talk about that's gonna make any sense for somebody want to. It wouldn't do the listeners right <laughs> to sit there and have them listen to us talk about how or try to fumble through how high. That movie is beyond stupid. You but I what? love how high. But I could yeah. never talk about it and make sense of it. You just you have to what? tell the listeners to. One day, this is how we're going to do This is my this is my thing. I guarantee this. Give us three years. We're going to do how high. We all we're going to do is going to be four twenty. We're going to have it on. We're just going to watch it with with the listeners, man. That's it. That's the only way we can do it. It's got to because I don't know. But <laughs> live stream. So I feel like know. this is in the same vein where it's just goofy as hell. It doesn't make okay. any sense. It does make sense. Like that, that the man, the them holding his bag, yeah, all that, like, all of it. Um, and shout out to friends because I still never seen an episode. It's not necessary. You seen Living Single, man? Yeah, I've never seen an episode of Friends. But uh, wow, yeah. Two out, two lovers, right? Um, what's the rating? Um, five point nine. Five point nine. Yeah, I I got it a little higher. What you got? I got it at 6.5. Right? I'll say it's just right. Or a five. I don't know about that point nine. Dang, you can't even you can't even go to five and a half. You gotta go <laughs> I give it a five point five. All right. I think I'm going to six and a half. When I first watched it, it was a six, and then it jumped to a six and a half. Now I will say this. This film was not meant to be consumed multiple times in like a two, three day span. Nah, yeah, you were not supposed not. to watch Undercover Brother like in uh-huh. preparation. No, like you watch it once and you you write your notes and you go from there because yeah. But that third one, I was like, I didn't even watch the last thirty minutes. Yeah, it's not. Necessary. It's just not necessary. Like I got my laughs out, other than the, the man talking, calling Feather a punk ass bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I got for y'all. Chris Kattan, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's I all. hope he's doing well. Hey man, he's doing he's still doing movies. I'm straight to uh, streaming. Stop. Nah, straight to Tubi's. That nigga was uh, in Corky Romano. Remember that movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. one thing about Hollywood is all they got to know is people like you, and you in there, they will give you a movie. Hey, let's see, let's see if you can answer this question. There's an actor that I'm thinking of. I don't know how famous he was in 2000. In 2002, there's only one actor that I could have thought of that could have played that Chris Kattan role. Do you know who I'm thinking of? In 2002? Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he was even famous in 2002. But if you just think about it, somebody who could play that role. Like, there was only one person that came to mind. Like, who could be like that Chris Kattan goofy-ass role? Who, David Spade? No. Um, Polly Shore? No. No. Uh, I'm thinking of and play it the way Chris Kattan played it. Brian Reynolds. No hell no. no. Oh damn! Why can't I think of dude's name? What you What are you knowing from? Paul you Rudd. Because you would have known, huh? Paul Rudd. Nah. No. Oh. You won't know because you would have said where he was from because he's from too many most most popular stuff. Steve Carell. Oh. Mm, that ain't what I was thinking of. Steve Carell is who I thought of. Like Steve Carell could have played that same role the same way. He could have. He's, no. He's Michael Scott. You crazy. <laughs> you crazy. That's, he's that's that. he done that in the office. He's played Chris. He's played that's Chris. a young Michael Scott. Yeah, 
I guess he could. Yeah, definitely. He, especially 2002, because he probably wasn't even famous yet. So, yeah, he definitely could have done the same shit. Blah, 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 that 40-year-old virgin shit. Come on, man. He did all that. Chris Cattell doing all that. Too. Might have. Chris Cattell, man. Shout out to him. Because this might be, I other than that, it's Roxbury. This might be his most popular movie. Damn. That's crazy. Master of Disguise. They will give you a movie. <laughs> yeah, he's still making movies though he's still making movies but um yeah i think we've uh we've squeezed 43 minutes out of undercover brother and i think that's an accomplishment that's i appreciate y'all for doing this for me and, there we and, go. yeah man because this is a this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one for you one for me <laughs> this is not, that's how that's how i know how you, you felt that, last you week to, you have to do that one movie man you have to do that one movie Man. What more movie? The other Malcolm D. Lee movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Nah, Rachel gonna sit that one out. She ain't even gonna do it. Oh, no, I will. Or at least let me watch. You ain't let, gonna me do be, it. let me be on the stream. I've seen it. I was prepared. I still got my notes. Yeah, I still do too. <laughs> Y'all funny for that. Um, Y'all funny for that. I'm your puppet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bop. That's a hit. That's a real song. Cutting it. But listen, we appreciate y'all. Absolutely. If you tune in to the end with us, y'all really some y'all some real ones. We love y'all deep. Yeah, straight up. We love y'all. But next week, remember, y'all voting on what we're talking about. We're giving y'all four options. Y'all can vote it on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and we will have it for you next Thursday. After that, we got some stuff lined up for you. We'll be rolling right into it. We'll announce it. Um, Super should exciting. be pretty easy to tell with what's coming up, um, being that it's Christmas and there's a television series about to drop. So hey. y'all can figure it out. But we'll get back to y'all next week. Y'all be cool. Or y'all be cool. School, great job, too. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Peace, Peace out. And cut, guys. <laughs> <laughs>